Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Virtual GM Podcast brought to you by Vibrant Management. We're your hosts, Spencer Halford and Cody Aiden, here to empower hotel owners and GMs with the latest strategies, tips, and insights from the hospitality industry. Whether you're running a hotel, a boutique hotel, or an independent property, our podcast is designed to help you elevate your game and revolutionize your property. Remember, for more resources and information, visit our website, www.thevibrantteam.com. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Virtual GM. It's Spencer and Cody, and we are in Scottsdale, Arizona at the Waldorf Astoria Biltmore Resort. Uh, and we are here with Jody Sandler from Fountain Blue Development. Thanks for joining us, Jody. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're glad you're here. We've got a lot to talk to you about, specifically about Fountain Blue. <laughs> well, Cody's a big fan. And <laughs> let's talk about the fact that this is episode 52. 52, we did it. Which is, that represents a year. It's a big deal. And it's so cool that you get to be our guest for our 52nd episode uh, because Fountain Blue is doing its own big, huge things right now. Uh, opening up a 67-story, $4 billion property in Las Vegas that has a sick six acre pool complex and 36 bars and restaurants it's That's just insane it is i can't even wrap my head i cannot that. wait to there's go see retail. it there's been so much anticipation for this property because it was started a long time ago and i believe it switched ownership right and then fountain blue ended up purchasing it and finishing like what had there was kind of like a little bit of a shell yeah right so we had the whole entire building built and then we lost it and then another developer purchased it they continued building it with a full entire building it sat empty for years for so long so long then they lost their funding and we bought it back and we finished it and we're actually really excited to be able to finish what we started and when I used to go to Vegas for the project everybody's like ma'am where are you going there's nothing on this end of the strip (laughs) and I was like well I'm going to Fountain Blue and they're like it's opening and everybody's just so excited for it to open so are we yo it is so cool because so we are uh, we've got some properties in the Hilton family so there's like that fun competition with Hilton and Marriott you know Mm -hmm. and I didn't know that Fountain Blue owned it before and then it switched and went back to you guys I thought that Hilton built Resorts World and so Marriott was like no 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 (laughs) they put one right next door that's what it feels like for sure. <laughs> I totally thought that's what happened. So that's funny to hear that story. So when is when does it officially open or is it open now? It's opening December 13th. Oh, okay, that's so, so really exciting. soon then. Yes, wow. very soon. Okay. So it's just like the finishing touches, cherry on top type stuff now? Yeah. Wow. Uh, not all of the venues will be open. We're still waiting on some other things. Of course. But the grand opening is December okay. 13th. And yeah. your role in that was the guest rooms, right? Yes. Wow. I worked okay. on the guest Okay. So maybe rooms. you can tell us a little bit more yeah, about that. Yeah, I'd love to hear about that. So it all comes down to like the Morris Lapidus style from our Miami Beach property. So he's a famous architect that... And that's like a flagship Fountain Blue one is the Miami one, right? So it came from Chateau Fountain Blue in France and then we have the Miami Beach one and as you guys may know, Frank Sinatra and all of these really I famous do know people, personally. <laughs> he was on our podcast just before oh, you. Awesome. I'm so glad that I made it to the 50s. Yes. Right. Um, so, yeah. So, they used to frequent our hotel. And we wanted to take that theme of elegance and showcase all of our really cool, like, Rat Pack era. And then we have all of the same, like, mid-century modern touches. So we use a lot a lot of blue because fountain blue. Yeah. yeah. And also mid-century modern with that uh, French style. Mixed That's out. so cool. And what's interesting, talking about Frank Sinatra and the Rat Pack, they were huge fans of this particular property. Oh, yeah. Like, there is a huge history of Frank and the that. Rat Pack here at the Waldorf. Yeah. yeah. Like, cool. they used to come here all the time wow. and perform here. And, you know, it's got a, a few of those, those style points that you talked about. But I know for me, 
because we live in St. George, we're an hour and a half from Vegas, so we saw that empty building for years. Mm -hmm. And I always wondered, like, what? What is going on, you know? And so to now see it, I mean, it is so beautiful. The glass, everything that they've done from the outside is all I've been able to see mm-hmm. is incredible. And to hear they have a six-acre pool complex, like, I can't wait That's to see that. That's just insane. It's six day club, acres. night club. Yeah. So wow. we're known for our parties. You are. Yep. Fountain Blue is known for the parties. Live is Miami, Las Vegas. <laughs> Yes. Where where else is our Fountain Blues at? Just these two locations. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Okay, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. So now, when you so when you work for Fountain Blue, then what do you do before you're working on the Vegas project? So I actually started while they were doing the Vegas project. So okay. I jumped in, and we were halfway through the room renovation. And is this round one or round two? This is round two. Round two. Yes, okay. round two. Got and it. so when I came in, they needed to redo the room design. So I, with the VP of design, John Rollins, we designed the rooms, and then we worked with a huge team of people at purchasers. Uh, yeah, how many writers, rooms do you guys have? 3,700. 3,700 yes. rooms. Yes. That Whoa. is insane. And that's just standard rooms. There's also presidential suites. There's four floors of those. There's four wow. floors of presidential suites. What's the biggest room there? How many square feet do you know? Uh, I want to. I don't know off the top of my head. I want to say ten thousand. It's that's huge. what I was gonna say. It's probably ten thousand. <laughs> it's, it's huge. It I has... think there was a rumor. I heard this virtual gym podcast will be there for the opening oh, on December thirteenth. Oh yeah, that can you is confirm true. that, that for us? That, I thought that was. That I thought I'd heard that. And, and, yeah, and I think oh we were going to get one of the presidential suites. <laughs> yeah, was this, kind of the it's word good on the for us to test it out. I just got an email confirmation. Great, you're confirmed. <laughs> it's, it's written here. <laughs> yeah, I knew that I liked Jody. Out Media. <laughs> yeah. So, how long have you been in design? What got you into it? I've been doing design for 13 years. Okay, I always liked it. When I was a kid, I was rearranging my room. I was very good at organizing things, and my mom kept telling me she was worried that I wouldn't have a future <laughs> and a career. <laughs> so she's like, "You should be a professional organizer." So I took it one step up, and I went to. I hated high school, so I did dual enrollment mainly because I wanted to leave high school early. Yeah. But I took an interior design course, and I loved it. And I just kept going. That's so funny. I used to rearrange my room too. Like I'm a night person. So my parents would go to sleep. They wake up. My whole room would be different. My bed would be on a different wall. My dresser would be over here. And I'm just like this like 12 year old boy, like pushing it across the carpet. You know? <laughs> just completely like, shifting it, moving awesome. my posters around, creating little areas that were themed with different posters and whatnot. I always They're I, all Broncos posters, I'm sure. <laughs> Colorado sports for sure. Oh, Avalanche, okay. Broncos, right. Nuggets. So, yeah, I was Utes posters everywhere. All Utes stuff. Oh, yeah. So did you grow up in Miami or you just live there now? Born and raised. Oh, wow. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And have you been to the Waldorf before? Or is this your first time? Um, I actually came here for drinks the last time I was in Phoenix. Okay, great. Yeah, but I didn't stay. Yeah, it's so nice. you're familiar with the property then. Yeah. And cool. As a design professional, what do you think about the Biltmore? I think it's so cool. I honestly love the the traditional values and how old it is and yeah. how they kept it historically pres- preserved. I love all of that. It, it was a great job. Cool to that. hear that the gold ceiling in the Aztec room is still the original ceiling from is that 1929. The room no, it's the one next to it. So ours, they just redid the ceiling um, oh, okay. six years ago. But the Aztec room, which is where they used to do like movie nights and stuff, still has the authentic. Like, have you been in there? No, I just oh. I'm just retelling I, the story really well. Yeah. Um, so is this your first buy tech? This is my second. Your second buy tech. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what was your first one? In Ocean Reef. 
Ocean Reef. Was yeah, it also purchasing and design? Or? It was actually the owner's one. Oh, it was. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. I, I wanted to go to the owner's one this year. And they're like, you can, but you have to come to this one, too. And I'm like, fine. So are you going to the Bahamas then in a couple of weeks? Oh, oh lucky man. you. We we're, were going to be yeah. there, but it, it didn't work out. It didn't work out this oh, year. No. And Next the year resort we'll is it. so amazing. It looks incredible. Yeah, I'm And that's easy for you. For us, it's quite the travel day yeah. to get out. To, but it's worth it. No, of course it's, it's worth it. So that being said, what is your favorite part of Vitac? What keeps bringing you back? So I love the aspect that it's like a speed dating type thing. You really get to know the person and have a conversation with them and build a relationship. So yeah. it's not just remembering the company or the product. You remember the person. And if down the line there is an issue with an order, you can call a real person that you have a relationship with and say, hey, I screwed up or hey, you screwed up and yeah, let's fix it. Totally. Yeah. I was telling Cody earlier today, the guy over here selling mattresses, last buy tack, I sat down with him and I was like, hey man, I don't have anything to do with buying but tell me all about your mattresses. He's like, I don't want to talk to you about mattresses. What's your favorite football team? Right. <laughs> I was like, now I know for sure I'm ordering mattresses. Yeah, from right. Exactly. If I yeah. need to hear, hear about mattresses. So yeah. you're totally right. The connection, the one-on-one. And I do think that's what's missing from a lot of hospitality events. Um, we always talk about, like, you went to HD Expo. Did you go to HD? I did. In Vegas? Uh, two or three years ago. Okay, so okay. I went to the one this year, and the, the floor was awesome. And for someone in design like yourself, I mean, there was just a plethora of of stuff which was cool it looked insane from what i saw but for me it was like i didn't build any relationships no, like i didn't leave huge. i didn't leave the hd expo with any new friends where i've never come to buy tack and not left with a new friend exactly. you know like if i would have went if i go to hd expo next year no one's gonna walk in the room and I'd be like hey spencer you know like yeah, that didn't right. happen where a buy tack never i leave with i leave with friends every single time and then when i yeah. see them again you already have that friendship and that relationship and it's so easy to to enjoy yourself and and be in positive networking situations because i feel like everyone just got the right mentality that come to these events yeah, yeah totally same thing did you go to hospitality show uh which one hd no, there was one called the Hospitality oh, no, Show I this didn't. year in Vegas. Yeah, same thing. The only caveat to that is we did meet Charmaine's cousin, who was cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and we met the people from uh, Visit BC. They were pretty. Oh cool yeah, they too. were cool too. Yeah. So we did make a few connections yeah, there. Um, so is there anything like really exciting you can share about Fountain Blue or like one of your favorite aspects yeah. of the property? I was going to ask, is there I, any new pr- like projects coming down? Yeah, that you guys I know you worked yet? in the rooms, but is there anything in the property that you're like, this is going to be incredible? I mean, honestly, all of the restaurants that are going in there look so delicious, and I cannot wait to just like eat my way through the property. How many did you say? 37? There's uh, a total of 36 bars and restaurants. 36? Yeah. Whoa. And there's a lot of like really cool names. For example, this pizza place in Miami that is a line around the corner and it's its only location. We're having it in Vegas. So, Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. I love when properties do that and they take like some iconic spot that you can only get in one place yeah. and they bring that special magic yeah. and be able to share with more cool. people. Yeah, so things like that. Um, famous restaurants like from Mexico City, Contramar is going to be there. So it's all of the best restaurants from all around the world. Yeah. Is or it's going to be there, as a, as, a, as a Hilton fanboy, right? I'm really like jealous, you know, because <laughs> like I want to be in the resorts world, like looking over at it. I know. Yeah, we'll <laughs> and be wishing like... I could get a team member rate over there, but I won't be <laughs> able to. Try. Try. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, we will be there opening day, so we got you that will. going. How is your Marriott like team member benefits? You guys get really good rates on your Marriott properties. So yes, we can. Um, I actually work for Fountain Blue Development, and oh, so it's, it's different. separate. Yeah, so oh. we own and operate our own hotels. So okay, I actually how, have how fun interesting. Story. My 
the COO and his assistant, I was traveling and they're like, stay in a Marriott. You're going to get a good deal. And I was like, you sure? It's like pretty up there for one night. And they're like, it's fine. And I got to the property and I didn't have the right form. So I had to pay full price. And I texted oh, no. her and I was like, mm. <laughs> you, you guys did this to yourself though. What's well, so interesting. That's what I will. I will give Hilton credit for that because a lot of them, like we're a part of some other programs too. And there's like these paper forms you have to sign and like yeah. someone has to sign yeah, it and vouch weird. for you. you to, like, and you've got to like to fax it to someone and no one has a fax machine anymore pigeon has to show yeah. up it's exactly weird. i was on vacation i could not go through any of that trouble yes. i was like here's my credit card absolutely yeah. credit totally. hilton did figure it out we have our own uh website we can go to and it just pulls up the rates like anything yeah. else you just book well, it normal and so it's like it, in fact coming here i was like oh i need to get some rooms and i realized i'd used all 40 of my team member nights this year well you're a good friend <laughs> yeah. yeah no those are oh, just, just for me for that is the just me that, uh, my you. girlfriend and i were just flying back from Asheville, north carolina and i ran into the svp of sales and marketing from wyndham randomly was right behind us in the baggage check-in line and he was like if you're part of the hilton team you're very well taken care of they do a great they, job they, of and he was very envious because he wyndham's everywhere right yeah, like, yeah. yeah we were i can't remember Wyndham's what huge. show but they might have been Bytech. it was like wyndham launches 10 new resorts every week that's wow. crazy it's, it's, it's insane that's crazy. so i was like man you got to stay in some awesome places and he's like yeah but i can only do it like four or five times a year and he's maybe the SVP. Have, wow. He's like, and he's the SVP. Top, I was say, maybe Top of the food chain. You know, like the next yeah. guy up from him is the CEO. Interesting. Wow. So, so you, okay, so Fountain Blue Development is its own company. You guys run your own properties, but Fountain Blue is a part of the Marriott family. Like we if, own, if, we partly own some of them. So we own okay, and operate them in conjunction with Marriott. Got it. Okay, that's great. And so will you be there on the grand opening then on December I sure 13th? I hope so. Oh, you don't know yet. I mean, I think I will be, but like <laughs> it hasn't been set in stone. What's it like be. for you to be able to go and stay in a room you just design that's got to be pretty cool it is awesome it you're also critiquing everything because sure. you went through the whole process and you know all yeah. the mistakes so you're you're looking at it but it's really awesome to see your work come to life and totally. what i really love is like seeing other people use the space and use your design because yeah that just makes me happy. is there anything for you in like the room here at the biltmore that stood out to you that you're like oh i really like this or do you when you go into rooms do you have that like are you kind of judging all, everything that you see oh, how you would do it absolutely is that I'm probably hard to turn it. off <laughs> <laughs> yes that's i love to travel mainly to stay in hotels and yeah. just like go through the rooms um this one the beds were really comfortable the beds are amazing and i'm a big fan of like bed benches at the end of the bed yeah except i did i stubbed the shit out of my toe last <laughs> night <laughs> and i laughed because remember Last bite, Dak. Last the last bite, yeah. And right when I did it, I thought, "Son of a bitch!" Because I, <laughs> at the last bite, we were out at the pool, and Spencer and I were like going from one pool to the other. And there was like this little oh, so piece of good. curbing that was sticking it up. Was like an inch and, and I had just gotten made. a beer. I hadn't even had oh, a sip. No. I had just bought a beer. And I hit this little like crack with my pinky toe. And I mean, I almost Destroyed went down. It. The beer is like, and so I look like a drunk guy like <laughs> who can't handle his alcohol. I hadn't even had a sip yet. All bloody. I cut my terrible. toe up. I like ripped off the skin. And it was, it was very painful. And so last night I had gotten up to go to the restroom in the middle of the night. And because of that bed bench, which I also like, but I wasn't calibrated for it. And I damn near ripped off the same pinky toe. And there I am in like in pitch black in my room. And all I can think of is like, God damn it. And Spencer's going to make fun of me. Yeah. Be like, yeah. I can't wait to like, tell Spencer yeah, this. Buy oh tax great, but watch your pinky toe. So you've got to watch out. I, and I thought to myself, like, it is the same pinky toe. And I thought it would be bleeding and stuff, too, because it, I mean, it was bad. Is it, like, bigger than most? Uh, it is an abnormally large pinky toe, yeah. Yep. No, no. My my big toe is maybe yes, but my pinky toe is very, it's, it's just, a good toe. Wow. It's a solid toe. <laughs> 
solid toe. Yeah, you know the joke's good when the peanut gallery gives you a giggle. That's <laughs> shout out to Blue Form Media yeah. for that's supplying our, that's the That's our team over there one. from Blue Form. Uh, what's so cool about this? The audience can't see it, but so in that Pelican case, they built a mobile studio. We've never done a live podcast before, so oh, obviously cool. at fifty-two episodes, we're really new we're in the podcast there. world. But they created this just so we could come to Vitac and produce this, which that's is so awesome, cool. Guys. So speaking of that, so we're gonna do some social clips. Uh, this will be on anywhere podcasts are found. So iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere. We'll also do a video on YouTube. Uh, what link should we include for you guys? Like, is there a Fountain Blue development link that yeah. we should use? Yeah. Okay. www.fbdev.com. What was it? Fbdev.com. Fbdev. Okay. And then are you on LinkedIn? I am. Okay. So then can I put your LinkedIn profile there too if you sure. want to pick your brain on design? And then do you guys have a social? Would it just be like Fountain Blue? It's or? Fountain Blue Development as okay. well. And then we have like Fountain Blue Vegas and Fountain Blue Miami. Okay. So we can tag those then too. Yeah, and then Grand Opening is December 13th. Anything else our listeners should know? Because this podcast will go up today. So people listening to this, if they're like, oh, that sounds amazing. I want to be there for the Grand Opening. Uh, is there any other information that the listeners should know? Um, just look at our website. And I know that we are going to have a lot of really cool musical artists. And then for New Year's, we're going to have some more musical artists, too. So just get your reservations. Because of like a whole extravaganza for yeah, that little bit. It's, it's, show, it's the showbiz, babe, from it really the Rat is. Pack, so Absolutely. We're trying to bring it back. That is so exciting. Well, is there anything that you want to leave the listeners with? Um, no, just come and enjoy. And you know what you're going to get with Fountain Blue. It's going to be fun and elegant and first class. Yeah, I, I want I can't to go. Wait to see the property. I want to go that's visit exciting. the Miami property too. That's like on that's on one of my bucket list properties. Like, yeah. go have a great. Let's time Let's do a trip there. down to Vegas. Go check it out. Yeah, well, and the, Miami. We yeah. got to do both. They're two of the best party cities in the yeah, United States. Let me know. Fountain Blue. Oh, really? Can we yeah. get a deal? Yeah, in Miami for sure. Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah! You heard it first here, live on the Virtual GM podcast. We're getting a deal at Fountain Blue, Miami. My wife and I have been trying to plan a trip to Miami for a long time, and it just like keeps falling through. So now I've got an incentive to make it work. So Absolutely. that's awesome. Yeah. We'll show you a good time. Okay. Well, Jody, thank Thanks, you so Jody. much for being with us. Thanks, this guys. is super fun. I, I can't say how excited I am for Fountain Blue in Vegas. And uh, we'll give you our feedback once we go stay in there and see the rooms. Can't wait. Okay, thank, thank you. you, Jody. Thanks, guys. And that's a wrap on another episode of the Virtual GM Podcast brought to you by Vibrant Management. We hope you found today's insights valuable and that they'll help you make a real difference at your property. Remember, it's all about creating memorable guest experiences and running a successful hotel. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us a review. Share our podcast with other hotel owners and GMs who could benefit. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Virtual GM Podcast for exclusive content and updates. We appreciate your support. And until next time, keep thriving and stay vibrant.